Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's still so unbelievable this Eagles season ended the way it did. I mean, losing six to seven, it's such a disgrace. No changes yet. We expect changes to come. John, is Sirianni going to be fired by the end of the week? Yes. I think you're right, but, like, let's go. Let's go. Let's get on with this. All right, speaking of let's get on with it, let's get on with this segment right now. This segment sponsored by Bush Auto Group. Shop a wide selection of Nissans, Infinities, and over 200 pre-owned vehicles at bushautogroup.com. All right, let's go to the phone. It's also something Jalen Hurts said yesterday. We'll get to that short, or he said on Monday night. We'll get to that shortly. Ken and Cinnamonson. Hi, Ken. Good morning, friends. How are you today? Yeah, we're okay, man. Medium. Uh, catchers in a few weeks. Pitchers and catchers in a few weeks. So, you know, it's uh, you guys can wallow all you want. I'm going to move on. Hey, uh, I'm glad to see Joe. You're back on the on the fire, Nick Sirianni train. After you, you know, like after the first seven weeks of his job tenure that you were firing him, now you're firing him again. Well, there and, were and, signs before uh, things to be. Look, I think he did a great job there for a while. I just don't like someone that doesn't have a counterpunch. I don't and like John. It. John used the word apoplectic yesterday. If Nick Sirianni was going to be back. It would be funny to hear a montage of John's apoplexy when they hired Nick Sirianni of all the coaches that they didn't interview or hire. Because you know what, John? A lot of those guys are still available to be head coaches, and some of them got fired. So, you know, <laughs> uh, it, it, let, let's, yeah. let's, 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 is listening to WIP to get his answers for what he should do with this franchise. Okay, because Well, unless he listens like, just to me. I was like everybody well, maybe he should listen to me. I was <laughs> I was like I was like everybody else by the end of the first quarter Monday night, I was like, fire everybody. Fire the whole team. Fire the players. Fire Big Dom. Fire everybody. But um, you know, you, you can't do that in the NFL. And Jalen Hurts, everybody's talking about, well, what, what does Jalen Hurts' non-endorsement of Nick Sirianni say about, you know, Nick Sirianni? But to me, it's, what does that say about Jalen Hurts? And I'm starting to think that all the things that we thought about Jalen Hurts in terms of his level of thoughtfulness and his leadership and all of that stuff, that that's not true. You know, that, that, that he, is, he is not this, this leader that we thought he was. And if anybody lost this football team, and it's obvious when you watch the sidelines Monday night, if anybody lost this offense, it's the guy that makes the decisions with the football in his hands every play. Every play. And that's Jalen Hurts. And we are back, and nobody wants to recognize this. Vic Sirianni is, is, is a victim of his own success because if you look back at the entire 18-week season plus that debacle on Monday night. You, you have to honestly say that this team was never a 10-1 team from a personnel standpoint and, 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 and just what these guys were doing on the field. But somehow, Nick Sirianni had that team that was on the field Monday night, had them at 10-1 at some point this year. When, when, and, and so we were all marveling that the, the, the post-Super Bowl loss hangover that affects every other team historically in the NFL didn't affect the Eagles. Well, okay, if that's true, who gets credit for that? If if we're if we're talking about can Nick Sirianni get Jalen Hurts back to where Nick Sirianni got Jalen Hurts last year, why do we why do we gloss right over the fact that Jalen Hurts was an MVP candidate and played like one 
last year. Yeah. How listen, listen, the- I can. You bring up a lot of good points. There's a lot in there. Let, let's get to something that Hertz said on Monday night that bothered me a lot. We played this once yesterday uh, at a different point in our show yesterday. I want to play it today here in early in the 7 a.m. hour to give people a chance to hear this. I thought this was a disaster from Hertz on Monday night. I mean, not just the game, but what he said afterwards. When he said the following, it really bothered me. My number one message is, is just to use every moment as an opportunity to learn and grow. Um, and, you know, it may not show now, but it'll show, you know. And as I said, it wasn't our turn. It's, it's not our turn. Um, we've had the opportunities. We've had the crumbs. Um, we've had everything um, to our disposal. Um, but it wasn't our turn. And um, I, can, I, I can accept that. And I think we can accept that. Um, Knowing that there's there, the sun will rise tomorrow and there'll be another opportunity to um to attack it. You know, John, it bothers no, me on so many levels. You should not say <laughs> no. Never accept that. That is idiotic. First of it's all, absurd. this idea that that people take turns winning yeah. championships. It, it, it again, the first thing that flashes in front of my face and in, in front of my eyes, my mind's eye. Tom Brady was not waiting his turn. Correct. Tom Brady doesn't take turns. The best take what they want. That's what you do. You, you you go out there with a blitz plan to defeat the blitz that comes your way, and and you you teach them a lesson for even thinking they could blitz you. You know, like that's that's the the attitude. You, you go out there and you, you show them you're the best team in the NFC. It doesn't matter that you know. Hey, the the same team doesn't win the NFC East two years in a row. History says, look, the, all these stats. I don't care about any of those stats. Jalen, you need to be the leader that says nothing matters except winning. Yeah. I thought that's well. Your here's the thing: the only in the here and now, and that's what we do. That's how we do. The and, only, and the we, only, the only thing with this statement that doesn't make it a bigger deal is that the entry point until at least recent weeks, Hertz was either beloved or certainly universally admired. Think about like Seltzer. Think about a world of James Harden made that statement. If Ben, <laughs> if ben Simmons made that statement. If Andy McPhail. We'd attack them. I mean, imagine if Andy McPhail had said, yeah, it wasn't our turn this year. How about Donovan back in the day? How about Donovan? I mean, apples How about to Donovan? apples, right? How about the apples to apples? That's right. So, like, it was, if you really peel back the onion, it's one of the most preposterous comments that has ever been said by anybody in Philadelphia sports. It wasn't our turn. As if it's done onto you instead of you having the will and the ability to do it to others. This this isn't like... You weren't a passerby. I think that's yeah, you, important, you, right, right. Yeah, that's an important Correct. distinction. You actualize the plan. Correct. You know, you go out and you take what yeah. you want. So to Ken Cinnamon's point, when he, when he started the, the segment with that call, you know, critical of Hertz, I do wonder. To what extent Hertz has lost the locker room. And look, I think Sirianni did to an extent. I believe that. But it is certainly possible Hertz lost it more. I mean, we are hearing more and more, and there's reports out about, you know, disconnect between players. And we're we're hearing about Jalen and players. Like it's it's it, it, it is, does get into a bad territory it's there. It's a man. challenging spot. It's a it's a weird situation to be in when you've got a coach who's throwing coaching plaudits out there. When you've got a quarterback whose dad was always throwing coaching plaudits out there, so he's got him stuck in his own head, and he's throwing his own coaching plaudits into the mix, too. There is such a thing as too many cooks in the kitchen Well, there's that, and there's also – like, here's something I go back to. I've gone back to a lot in my – I haven't said it on the show, but over the last three or four weeks, I've thought a lot about it. James, maybe you can play this next segment. The audio the night the Eagles acquired A.J. Brown. The audio that came out of A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts on the phone or the FaceTime or whatever it was together celebrating that they were about to be teammates. And the joy, that ex- I mean, the genuine joy that ex- existed with those two guys realizing two different things. Number one, two great friends are about to be teammates. Number two, two guys that believe in each other as players are about to be teammates. And ask yourself when you – and we'll play it coming up next segment. We'll play that audio. Ask yourself when you hear it next segment, where did that joy go? And to what extent is it that, like, yeah, players lost uh, belief in Sirianni, but also, 
even a guy like A.J. Brown, I don't care how close you are. If you feel like your guy ain't holding up his end of the bargain, you know, not only does it not become fun, it becomes like a real problem. If you feel like your guy changed. Yeah. If both guys feel like the other guy changed it's, because of the, the money situation. Right, right. So, look, we'll, we'll dive into that audio just because it's, it's worth the revisit. We'll rock all your calls. Also at 215-592-9494, the aforementioned, it's been mentioned a couple times today, Hurts' comment from Monday night after the game on Sirianni's job status. We'll, we'll get to that again. And also, a tale of four legendary Eagles and how they assign blame. Because yesterday weighing in on who to assign the most blame to, LaShawn McCoy, Ron Jaworski, Donovan McNabb, and Seth Joyner put it in different spots. What they said, we'll get to that. We'll rock all your calls on all these issues. We're also going to be, as I mentioned earlier, very heavy on the phones today. Your opportunity to weigh in. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. It's 94 WIP. Pet parents, all the talk about pet food is that fresh is best. And the lead dog, George Parante from the Dogs and Cats Rule Store, says when it comes to fresh, they have it all. I know my dog, Chaney, absolutely loves his fresh meat food that I get from Dogs and Cats Rule. What I love is that he loves it, and it's also great for him. So whether it's gently cooked, raw, freeze-dried, dehydrated, or air-dried, a fresh meat diet along with fresh fruits, vegetables, and superfoods is today's answer for your pet's well-being and health. They've got the largest selection of fresh meat diets in the region at Dogs and Cats Rules. They've got experts on staff. They'll answer any question you have about what products your dog or cat could benefit from. Dogs and Cats Rules Store is also a great place. Pick up a new collar or leash, maybe get a new jacket. I got one recently at Dogs and Cats. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. on this Wednesday morning. Good morning. Judd Cameron, John Ritchie. It is 94 WIP. As Rhea just mentioned in the update, the Jeff McClain report Here from I last am. night. I, I lay myself bare. So I just moved. You hit the wrong button there? Well, yeah, it's funny. The, the, whole, <laughs> the whole screen was blank, and I was just trying to push this freaking oh, screen away from How's it feel to hit the button sometimes wrong? All right, let me see if I... I'm going to hit 10 things at the same time. Let's find out what happened. I'm going to take my okay. full palm. Here we go. 10 things at once. Let's see if they all fire. No, nothing fire. Whoops. <laughs> now it freezes up. How about I hit this one? Carson stinks. There you go. All right. That'll work. 
All right, 215-592-9494. I am like a child, right? I mean, yeah. come on. Seltzer, now you're doing that in there. That's, well, that was on purpose. Well, I know it was, but you got to tell the audience. That's not me messing up. All right, so um, I referenced earlier the um, A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts audio when the Eagles acquired A.J. Brown, you know, a little bit under 24 months ago. It was draft night, April of 2022. And listen to the joy. I think David Robinson was there. At that draft night, wasn't he? At the draft? Yeah. I don't remember. At that draft that that night. I don't think. I don't know. I I was excited about that. David Robinson. It it, it (laughs) was setting up for a great night because. I mean, it was a great night. Maybe I'm wrong, but. Well, we uh, met David Robinson about seven years ago, six years ago at an event. Remember? I think it was in an Ertz. uh, It was a a Zach Ertz related family Mm -hmm. event, Ertz Family Foundation. And I was titillated. By that. It was pretty cool to see David. Oh Robinson. my gosh! Yeah, I mean, a, a hero of my young life. Look at David you, David Robinson. Are you kidding me? Because I think you're such a big story? David Robinson guy. Oh, oh the my Navy gosh! Thing? My dad was was Navy. Ah, there you go. There my you dad go. was I Navy, mean, yeah. and David Robinson, the guy who entered the Naval Academy at six seven and just kept growing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Tried to get in that sub, but he just was too big. It was so crazy. <laughs> no, I went my second year of football. I went down to Naval football camp for that summer to learn how to play football wow in the winter my team was the winner of the uh, touch touch football tournament and our prize was we got to meet david robinson and he gave us the, the poster that's that he cool. signed. that is cool and so yeah big time that was in the corner of my room my whole childhood wow oh he was he was my favorite player for a long did long you get time. to tell him this when you met him as an adult a few years back I don't think I did. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> like, hey, David, really nice cool. to meet you. All right, yeah, see you really later. Cool right, you right. Well, yeah. Now, good stuff. All right, what was good stuff was the A.J. Jalen Hurts connection. And, you know, you do want – and look, I don't want to go too far here. I'm not saying this is like Donovan and T.O. and they can't stand each other anymore. I don't know. But I do know this. The joy that these two guys exhibited when playing to, together last season, meaning 2022 – and the joy they exhibited the night that AJ was acquired, and there was a FaceTime or whatever the heck it was video that went viral. I, I didn't see that anywhere in the last bunch of weeks. Listen to when the Eagles got uh, Jalen, uh, got AJ Brown, and just how genuinely happy these two guys were that night. I mean, John, where did that go? And I'll tell you where I think it went. I think A.J. Brown got, got really frustrated with Jalen Hurts. I also think Jalen Hurts got really wow. frustrated with Nick Sirianni. And I think, you know, to the Jeff McClain report today that there's not been, or from last night, there hasn't been yet a call from Lurie on whether he's going to fire Sirianni and he's going through the process of having Sirianni meet with the players and obviously Lurie and how we're going to be with people. Like, uh, I mean, I'm not saying McClain reported that, but we know that. I mean, obviously – Lori is going to be meeting with people. I look forward to when Lori meets with Hassan Reddick or, or how he meets oh, with Hassan Oh, that's not going to go well. No, it's going to be rough. Hassan's but, not going to be happy. But these are the conversations that are required. I want Howie Roseman to talk to Fletcher Cox and say, Fletcher, tell me what you know. Tell me. I mean, like, maybe you're back next year. Maybe you're not. Like, I kind of would like to have you back. This, this is the first time in like four years I'd actually like to have Fletcher Cox back. Now, at some point here, you can't keep being a $10 million player. At some point here, you got you got to take less than that. Look, for, what Fletcher he did, did a nice job. Was outstanding. He did a really I, nice job. This is the first year in a long time I want him back. And, but, and, but it will be at a discounted yeah. rate. And also, like, a guy like Devontae Smith. I want, I want Howie to talk to Devontae and say, dude, tell me what you think. Because I would love to know, does Devontae Smith, who didn't say anything publicly negative about a person, he talked about not being happy with how the team was playing, and I thought he talked about it in a respectful hmm. And 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 an authentic way that I admired yeah. what he said after I think it was the Giants win. But he wasn't critical like, oh, I can't stand Hurts or oh, I can't stand Sirianni. He didn't go there. He's a but, level-headed guy. He is. But I and want he's Howie been right there in the middle of all of it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. He could really be an answer to some of these questions that almost seem unanswerable. James, gut feeling. If Howie Roseman says to Devontae Smith, "Who's the bigger problem, Sirianni or Hurts?" What does he say? Uh, man, it's tough, a, right? it really it's is tough. Sirianni. I don't know, though. Yeah, I don't know either. So, it, you know, and it kind of brings to mind our Twitter poll question of the day, which is brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. After you visit the Philadelphia Auto Show, make sure you visit Armin Chevrolet for a great deal on a new or pre-owned Chevrolet. Together, let's drive. Visit ArminChevy.com. Today's question, uh, who's the most to blame for the demise of the Eagles season? Three choices here. Hertz, Howie, Sirianni. 
We put them in alphabetical order. By the way, one fact that I did not know until, you know, this news came to light this week in one of the one of the many articles. You know, Jalen Hurts threw between L. You can say this is on Sirianni. Hurts, Howie Sirianni is not in alphabetical order. Uh, by by last name. Last name, buddy. Hurts, Roseman, Sirianni. H-O-H-L. That work for you there? English wordsmith? Yeah. All right. So, of course, you guys know my theory of name's not a word, so that's a whole other matter. But, you know, so you're a namesmith. You're not a wordsmith. Uh, here, here, here's, here's the thing though about I don't even know where I was. What was I saying, James? It was going to be a great. You said you saw something in an article oh, yeah, yeah, recently. Yeah. So about the you, middle of the field. Yeah, middle of the field. You can make the cases on Sirianni. You can make the cases on Hertz. Truly, I don't know which it's more about, but I know this. This is a disaster. For those that don't know, Jalen Hurts threw the football between the hash marks this year, which is what would you say, John? About half the field between the hash marks. Uh uh, what would the numbers be? I don't know. Third? Maybe don't uh, know. slightly less. Slightly but, less than yeah, half. A but significant like, portion it's of the field. It's a large spot. It's a big chunk of the field. I never thought about that. But it's a big yeah. portion of the field is between the hash marks. Well, it's right? the part that you use the most. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the part you that are gets supposed to. All right, so for those that didn't hear it, fact, Jalen Hurts' passes this year went between the hash marks less than 6% of the time. What? Less than 6% of the time. That's so, impossible. So when I talk that's about totally impossible, well, John, when I, you know, I've told you a million Wait, times. I just don't think that's right. I'll find the article that said it, but it, it's in, I, I read it's it this just, week. It seems think, I know. Think about what you're saying. Well, think there. about when you see Dallas. But it got jives. It. How often do they throw? John, like I can't think of like many every, plays where they throw it over the field. Like ninety percent of the times, I'm not just making this number up. It's just off the top of my head. Like ninety percent of the time, when Dallas Goddard catches a pass, he catches it moving away from a hash mark toward out of bounds. That's that's the play. It's like he he moves, you know, it's a zone read, read option, whatever you call it, want to call it. He initially blocks and he escapes, and then Jalen Hurts hits him in the flat. That's the Dallas Goddard play. Not like where Zach Ertz lived. Zach Ertz, as an Eagles tight end, lived over the middle. He lived over the middle. Because he was running a play called Y-Stick yeah. that we don't use in this I offense. Know, John, the same I... way, look, the staple play for Zach Ertz, was why stick the staple play for Dallas Goddard yeah. is whatever that RPO pull read is where Dallas is running to the flat and might get the throw to the flat. Yeah. You know, that throw is out there outside the numbers in the flat, and that's the basis of that RPO. Stuff. And it's just not stuff. They so I do. guess it does make sense that his numbers would be outside. Yeah. His throws would be outside the numbers a lot, but 6% for the entire season. I'm going to find where it's crazy. I know it is. I, I don't think that that could be accurate. I'm going to find it in the meantime. Let's also go to the phones. Let me also say Jason Kelsey, not a guest on our show today. Obviously we would have loved to have him on. Um, but, uh, you know, he obviously, I, I don't know what exactly is in the thought process, but I would imagine it has to do with a likely retirement that was reported yesterday by Adam Schefter as happening. And the fact that he would want to talk for the, and I totally respect this. He would want to talk for the first time if he's going to do that from the podium at the Novacare complex to actually announce his retirement and, you know, hold a press conference and field it that way. Totally respectable, totally the way it should be. So just know we get it, we respect it, um, but there is no Jason Kelsey today. Had Kelsey been on our show today, he would have been brought to us by. Sponsored by PDQ Signature Systems. If you're in the restaurant, hospitality, or casino business, you need a PDQ POS system. With PDQ POS, you'll sell more, earn more, and work less. If you want the best, trust PDQ POS. Visit pdqpos.com. All right, one more thing and then to the calls. And by the way, this segment, we're going to play some really interesting audio from from. Four different people who either are or likely will be in the Eagles Hall of Fame someday. Jaws is in the Eagles Hall of Fame. Donovan's in it. Seth is in it. And LaShawn McCoy likely will get in it as the all-time leading rusher in team history. These guys all spoke yesterday, some on our show, some not on our show, assigning blame for the demise of the Eagles season in different directions. So we'll play what they said and sort of compare and contrast the, the, the arguments, so to speak, the sentiments. John, here's where I found it, then right to the calls. Tim McManus's article from January the 15th. I believe that's game day. So it was entitled, and this is from ESPN.com, Why Has Nick Sirianni Struggled to Rally the Eagles? Tons of information, tons of perspective, lots of good reporting. In the midst of it, fairly late in the article, it says the following. In the early stages of the Eagle, I'm reading right from the article. In the early stages of the Eagle skid, Hertz was hoping the direction of the offense would change. 
the source familiar with Hertz's thinking said. He believed they were overly reliant on vertical routes and not utilizing short to intermediate throws, particularly over the middle of the field, where Brown, where Brown had thrived in his career. In short... Wait, so say this again. Jalen yeah, is saying Jen, they're not using the middle of the field, yes. throwing it... Okay. Correct. Correct. Yep. Okay. In short, the belief was there was too much flash over substance, a sentiment others on the offensive side of the ball shared. Some examples... And he's got a bunch here, but let me read the first one from Tim McManus's article. I almost fell out of my freaking sofa. I don't know, you can't fall out of a sofa, but I almost did when I read this. 5.2% of Hertz's passes, pass attempts, 5.2% of Hertz's pass attempts were between the hashes during the regular season, the lowest rate of the 30 QBR qualified quarterbacks, according to ESPN stats and information. 5 Point two percent of the passes went in the middle of the field. I have it is one of the more astounding and preposterous things I've ever heard in my whole life. Let's go to the phones. So look, you can say Sirianni dial up a different offense, and I agree with that. You can also say, does Sirianni try to keep things simple on the sides because he thinks it's a way for for Hertz to process it more effectively? I mean, this is what Lori and Howie got to figure out quickly. Let's get to Ron and Monco right now. Ron, you're on WIP. Hammer. Ron. Richie. What's up, Ron? Rich, you get my last picture? Yeah. You are. You like that, bad boy? You are an effective fisherman, Ron. I am. I what am. What was yeah. the picture? They fear me. They should. Ron's hey. out there catching giant northern pikes and muskies and oh, largemouth wow. bass and everything fish else. Right. All the fish I love trying to catch, he catches <laughs> huge ones. Well, Rich, you got to get on the water. I know it. Can't catch them in the booth. You're right. Yo, Hammer, first of all, let's take care of some old business real quick. I'm going to give you two a Vata boy finally after how many years of whipping on you like a rented mule. <laughs> uh, very good questioning, too, uh, with uh, Sirianni the last two weeks in a row. Well, thank you. I loved it. Bad cop, bad cop. Who, th- who could thunk it? Well, we're like McNulty and Bunk from The Wire. Like, we just go in there, and we're not messing around. Yeah, well, it's yeah. about time, but that's that's how you stick and stay, <laughs> asking questions like that. I'm joking, Ron. Go ahead, Ron. So, okay, so, Hammer, let, let's set this up, okay? Okay. I'd be McNulty, we, by we the way. Crime, John would be we have, Just follow me here, Hammer. Yes. We have, a, we have a, a crime scene here. Yep. Okay? And we got DNA all over this crime scene. We got owner... DNA, we got Howie DNA, we got three coaches DNA, okay, and we want to pick on the quarterback. Now, the quarterback plays a role in this. Well, I'm picking on all of them, but go ahead. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, listen, the kid got hurt the second week of the season. I saw the play. It was a designed quarterback draw up the middle. He's stuck in the ground like an arrow. He's never been right since. So he's been playing with a bad leg all year. Okay, let's not forget this, and then it gets worse. Okay, now I'm going to use the last game as an example because your backup quarterback, and you lined up your three running backs, and you rotated your three running backs, you win the game. Well, yeah, they didn't rotate them. If I'm Boston, okay. Scott, if I'm Boston Scott, I am so out of here. Why would yeah. I waste my career? With a team that just won't give me the ball, like what's, he's the, getting what's paid. the point? He's not. I know he's well, getting paid. He's but, a little guy, but Ron, he can, well, get, he can go somewhere and he, actually. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's I, good I enough to guy myself. Yeah, he's good he's enough like to a, get. He's a, yeah. he's a he's a he's a mighty mouse point two zero. You know what I mean? But, but anyway, let me finish my point. Okay, that's all you had to do. The first two plays of the game, he got the first play a run play nine and a half yards. Second play run, first down. Okay. They got it. This is what they're going to do. What did they do? We ran it three more times the whole half. Air Coriel was a guy with a bad leg, a broken finger, okay? Now, listen, this kid wants to get up in front of the mic, and he's doing his best to sound like the wise old man that's been out there for 100 years, and he's so mature. He is a 25-year-old kid, okay, that's got the weight of the world on him. Now, I, again, I'll say he plays a part in this, but – you know, this is not on this quarterback. Let me tell you he something. Let me tell you something, Ron. For you, for you, this is an above-average call out of you. 
You're now, actually you're actually demonstrating some you're demonstrating this, some wisdom here today. This Shots. is listen, guys, what? listen. The, J- Richie, Richie, I don't know, I don't understand why I don't hear you, Richie, because this is nothing more. Than, this is the exact same issue that we had with Doug Peters, Doug Peterson, and we had with Wentz and and the owner and Howie. It's all over again. Well, it is, Ron, look, it is similar, and it, it, it is, and I think there was culpability on both parties then. And Ron, good call. I think there's culpability on both parties now. John, Ron said something that actually echoes a, a, a text that I got from my sister yesterday about Jalen that I found pretty interesting. I want to read this. This is what my sister texted me last night. She said she had just listened to Jalen's press conference last night from Monday night, and this is what she wrote to me. I feel badly for him. He has seemingly been, been so wise beyond his years, which for me masked how young he really is. Tonight I see him as a young guy still trying to figure things out I believe with better coaching, a Frank Frank Reich style coach, he will play better. I sure hope so. I totally agree. I totally agree with that statement. And you know what? He our last caller brought up a good point where I feel like I almost have, and I, I'm sure a lot of Eagles fans have PTSD from the Carson Wentz, Doug yep. Peterson post Super Bowl win era, and all that transpired. And you just hope that that doesn't happen again. You don't like you. I think changes need to be made. I personally think it's with the coaching staff. I don't put a ton of blame on Jalen Hurts or a lot of specific players, but you don't want it to snowball into a he said, she said, he said, he said type situation like it was back in, what, 2019 where Doug Peterson ended up getting fired. Well, 20, Wentz was yeah, gone. 20, yeah, 20, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, I mean, it, it does feel similar to me. Now, it's not all the way down that far yet, I don't think, but it does feel like there's a decent degree of similar. I mean, we're hearing about – disconnect between the quarterback and the coach. I mean, some of these articles here yeah. speak to that, you know, and, and I'll tell you this, I expect more articles to come out. Oh, they're, yeah. they're lining up. Yes, yeah. They're, for sure. they're all, everyone's doing their research. I and have digging a lot in. of culpability on, on Jalen Hurts for one reason. And Joe, I know they've bothered you the yep. way he speaks. Now, the only way we hear him is through the media and the mm-hmm. news conferences. I, that has not resonated with me one iota. He doesn't speak like a human. And like it's, it's robotic. Yeah, it's because I watched a pregame interview with CJ Stroud and I was struck and that kid's 22. Yep. And I was struck by he's asked a question and he answers it with like, you know, just answers it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not getting the rent is due, you know, this, that and the other speak like a human being. And I'm just wondering if those kind of converse, if you try to have a conversation with him as a player and you're getting that type of stuff. Like, maybe he's completely different well, behind the scenes. All right, let me actually find while while we're on that point, because Britton Covey had a comment, and I almost felt bad for Britton Covey that he was in the uh, article. Now, obviously, he was asked, and he commented. and But, like, if you're Britton Covey, you're not the most established <laughs> NFL player. You're not a player. main guy, yeah. So, like, it, it probably, John, you know as a fullback, there are some types of articles you'd rather not have your name in the article. I mean, you just... You just want to, like, if, if there's something between the quarterback and the coach, you know, the guy that's like 37th on the roster does oh, not man. want his name in the article. And, exactly. You and just, those guys, if, if anyone happens to read that article and sees that Britton Covey's talking about that right. relationship or something, like, Britton Covey doesn't want that seen I by gar- his teammates. Yeah, I want, to, I want to read to you something from the Jeff McClain article. So this was also from two days ago. This one was called Inside the Makeup of Jalen Hurts. Overly stoic leader or just quiet and misunderstood with a question mark. That oh was the boy. all right. So this is Britton Covey was the only guy still sitting at his locker. Well, I mean, this could have been this could have been any time in the last week or two or three. Mm-hmm. And Jeff McClain's talking to various people and he gets them on the record and then you take it to an article. Sure. So, you know, it gets, a you know, but here's what Britton Covey said. And and Rhea, this goes to your point about Jalen to, to a large extent. Covey said the following. He said, uh. I've played for coaches before that claim to have an open door policy and their door is always open, but they're really intimidating. And I think that Jalen is similar to that in that he has an open door policy, but because of his personality at times, if you haven't been around him enough, it can be a little bit intimidating. That's not good. It's not good. No, it's not good at all. That's not good. But I also don't that's think not that's good. It's also Britton Covey. No. And it's also it's Br- the hold up, practice hold up. squad. Yes, exactly. It's the guy who's Britton the last Covey guy on guy. the roster yeah. saying, hey, the, the $250 million quarterback's a little intimidating. Well, like, it's no, not, I, it, and I, I, I get it, but I'm just say saying, that. if you want everyone on the roster to not yeah. feel you're intimidating, but, 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 I get that. 
but it's not crazy that the guy at the bottom of the roster would exactly. look up at the top no, of the roster and be like, wow, that's no, intimidating. I hear you, but here, but here to me is the issue. Like, And, and I'm going to bring this full circle back to Sirianni because this is not any one person's fault, okay? But, like, for instance, when Sirianni said for two straight seasons, last year and then the year that just ended for the Eagles, that this offense passing game runs through three people. He said it, he had to say it 50 times. Yeah. Runs through A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. And you guys know I said many times in that process two things that I was critical of. Number one, it's myopically ridiculous to be that focused on three. I mean, there's running backs, there's other receivers. Like Every other offense I've ever been right. in has five guys, right. six guys on every play. Correct. That you go through a progression, that's the order, that it's not Correct. one, two, three guys right. only. So that's problem one. But problem, and I think that created a simplification that defenses were able ultimately to decode and figure out and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Problem two is, and I said this for last year, it didn't manifest in 2022, but it started to down the season in 2023. What happens when someone gets hurt? Meaning, when it runs through three people, I mean, they played a playoff game. Instead of having three, they had two. And by the way, they had a stretch this year without Goddard. Like, my point is this. James, to your point, I get it. Britton Covey, low guy on the totem pole, but so is, like, Zacchaeus. You know, you got to, like, the, the quarterback, my, it can't just be me and AJ, me and Devontae, me and Dallas Goddard. Because, God forbid, one or two guys gets hurt. I need the other guy. I mean, John, you and I were talking in Monday's show before that freaking playoff game was played. We actually discussed maybe they should put Britton Covey out there on offense. Try to get him, you know, in space. Now You they see, other, they, you see other teams around decision. this league. No, it's not his decision. But if that player who might get inserted in there doesn't have, a you know, the greatest relationship with the quarterback and feel – confident over two seasons to have that relationship develop because he's intimidated by the guy there is a problem he's the there. last guy on the roster i, I think jalen hurts guy. making himself more approachable should be the last thing he has to worry about oh i disagree oh, wow i, I disagree Can I just say, it's been the, the whole jalen hurts personality and look maybe it's an issue thing I relate to that. I, John, I feel like you've made comments where maybe you can relate to it. People have told me my entire life I'm intimidating because my face, I'm, I'm a stoic person. I'm pretty introverted. But then once you get to know me, I'm fine. So I almost relate to the Jalen Hurts, you know, comments about his personality. I'm not going to be that person that's rah-rah cheering, you know. Can I tell you the difference that I see? What? And I could be dead wrong, but I that. think I might be on this. You, Devin, mm-hmm. I think when I get to know you, I think you're cool. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. When the players <laughs> saying Jalen Hurts is not cool. When the players get to know Jalen, I don't think they think that. I don't even. And that could be the case. That and that's a case. problem. I don't know how we're uh, bigger, to that, the bigger, but... forget that. The bigger yeah. point is that that it's part of his job. Like, like it or not, part of being the quarterback leading. of an NFL franchise yeah. is being a leader and someone who people follow, people want to follow into battle. Like being football. Liked, but right. not, being while liked. being a leader. No, I exa- but, like it is part like I look, I get it, Devin, and I I feel for that, but like you gotta step out of yourself. If you're the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, you have to find a way to relate to people and for people to relate to you. All right, Flat let's, out. Let's go to the phones. We're gonna get to audio here of Jaws Donovan, Seth Joyner, and LaShawn McCoy. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini. 
Megan Trainer, Mel King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's leading ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Let's get to Patrick and Tabernacle right now. Patrick, what do you make of all this? Uh, good morning, everybody. I'm, I'm like, I'm all over the place, man. I'm pissed. Um, like, you know, I'm pissed that it hurts to start because, you know, I'm singing his praises and, and, and sticking with them and, and the image of him just, like, standing there like a, like a friggin' pole in the ground watching what's-his-face, you know, like, like run all over the, the, the backfield like he's Barry Sims and not throw a block. Like I don't know, man. I'm 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 angry. I'm disappointed. I'm sad. I'm all these things. But to try to focus on something, Sirianni's lost the team. He's like there's 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 a huge disconnect. Whatever the issue is, there's an issue. But hurts now. I'm looking back at him, and it's just like I'm not thrilled with what I'm seeing. And may you know I I think he he is hurt. Was hurt most of the season. That plays a part. But Look at a guy like Baker Mayfield, who has far less skills, in my opinion, as a quarterback. But and and you know, talking about quarterback, you need to be a leader. And I thought the whole thing with him was like, you know, being Joe yeah. Cool and like, man, I'd like want to follow this guy around all day and take notes to learn how to be a better person. He did blah, a great blah. job and, with it. And and like, man, guess what? I'm thinking and feeling like everyone, like a lot of other people. This is like like Peterson and Wentz and the whole thing over again. And and everybody, I got to tell you, I think we're in for, man, I think we're in for a rough, rough stretch. The window that we had to get another Super Bowl, that window for all, it's like so, it's just a little tiny opening. It feels hard. We need the right coach to, to get our quarterback back on the right track. I This coach has lost that opportunity. This coach has lost this team, this quarterback, it, it, for for yeah. all intents and purposes, it's done for me with Nick Sirianni here. I am worried that nothing has happened yet, but I still think something will because it's an all-time historical opportunity to bring in a coach with cachet. I yeah. know that's stepping outside their comfort zone to some degree here in Philadelphia, the coach with cachet. Yeah. That's what we need, and I know they're not comfortable because of what Chip did. It's got it, It's got to be a coach who can – who, who you can be open and, and honest and communicative with, who understands this unique yeah. set of circumstances, but he needs to carry weight himself. What we saw well, John, is I, Nick Sirianni does not, yeah. and that's part of what led to his downfall. I Look, I largely agree with you. The only thing I'll say is I won't totally dismiss the younger assistants that we are not as familiar with as we are with a Pete Carroll or Bill Belichick or, you know, Vrabel. I mean – well, like a Joe Brady type, whomever, whoever these guys coordinator, are. Yeah, like Ben Johnson, all those guys. type of guys. Yeah, yeah, because you, you never know when you're going to get the next great one. I mean, Mike Tomlin was one of them before he was the great Mike Tomlin. Andy yes. Reid was a random guy until he became Andy Reid. So, um, yeah. I don't want to maybe dis- that. Yeah, I don't want to dismiss it as my point. But I like the up and you know I like the up and coming play calling offensive coordinator guy can I get, as an option. Can I put another sure. name out there? I just yeah. want to throw a name out there. It's probably not going to happen because if I had to guess, he's probably comfortably retired around the age of 70 or 72 and wants to just step away, and I get it. But, like, I would entertain Bruce Arians, who was sensational. Look, In some role. He got, well, he's only going to be your head coach. He's not going to want to – he's not going to be an offense coordinator. He made too much money and was too established. Like, Well, wasn't he having health issues back he was. then? He was. He was. Led to yeah. him. But maybe he got through it. I mean, he, here's what I know. He got the best, best out of Roethlisberger. He, he – once great with Kurt, Warner, Kurt Warner was phenomenal with the Rams until he stunk. He stunk. The Rams got rid of him. The Giants got rid of him. Like, people thought Kurt Warner's career was done and dead. And then he – oh, hold on a second. I might have the wrong guy. Uh, no, I take that back. His Wizenhunt was Warner. So, I, okay, I'm thinking of Carson Palmer. My fault. 
Warner had success in Arizona, but then when Arians got to um, got to Arizona, he really kind of got the Carson Palmer. That's what I'm trying to say. He got the Carson Palmer thing back on track. Like Bruce Arians has a track Bruce record Arians of working with quarterbacks. So well respected. This hurts needs guru. That's what hurts. Hurts needs quarterback whisperer guy. Yeah. Didn't Arians just leave it. because Brady didn't want him there anymore? That wasn't that kind of like the uh... who Brady. Um, Tom Brady down with the Bucks, like he's still, I oh, believe, oh. an advisor with the Bucks, um, but I don't think he has much to do. But I, it it did seem, yeah, like maybe Brady didn't want him there anymore. Yeah. I don't know, but it was a straight like they had just won a Super Bowl, and, and that's they had two one year guys. without that's it. No, twenty five year old Jalen Hurts and a forty two year old, forty three year old Brady. So there, there's different ways to do it, but look, there's plenty of good names out there. I mean, plenty of them. All right, let's get to Mike right now. Mike, you're on WIP. Morning, everyone. What's up, Mike? Morning. Uh, wow, a lot, lot of topics today. This, is, this has been a fascinating morning so far. So a lot, lot of great thoughts going on out there. I'm going to go a little bit of a different direction. I am looking squarely at one Harry Roseman, okay? You know, Jalen a, is a kid. He's culpable, but he's not the most culpable. Nick, look, we know what Nick is now. Nick's, you know, not capable of doing the job. He's just ill-equipped to do the job. Who is the one that puts this all in place? It's the GM. You know, we 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 fell back in love with Howie for for great reasons. Sure. But there's one key thing that he is still horrible at, and that is evaluating talent that plays on the field. Howie is a master capologist. He's a master at acquiring picks. However, if you turn around and don't do anything with those picks. What good is that? So, Mike, I, 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 hold on, hold on one second, Mike. I think you have points, have some merit. I think you go too far when you talk about the evaluating talent thing. He obviously evaluated talent in 2022 to get that team to, I thought, be the most talented team in pro football. He had a low batting average this year. He had a low batting average. I mean, there, he did not follow the Joe Banner script of not paying players that are in the 30s. I mean, so Joe, let's be real. Let's be, let's be, let's, years, let's be real. Joe Banner and Andy Reid probably would not have brought back Darius Slay and James Bradbury. They probably would not have. For all the complaining that a lot of people locally here did, and the players themselves did back then, including a guy like Brian Mitchell who's shown the door. By the way, I love B. Mitch, but let's be real. When Brian Westbrook stepped in as the punt returner, they didn't take a step backwards. So, you know, like there was merit to that. Like, you're 30, you're 31, you're 32, uh, bye-bye. And Howie did not follow that. And, it, and you can make the case it's even worse considering that same mistake was freaking made with Nandi a decade ago. Well, also, in light of that stat Shield just told us, I, Correct. I mean, five corners in the league at 30 or older, like, who are starting? I mean, right. that should be – I mean, that's that's pretty – Well, here's, that's a strong number. Here's one of the other problems. And, Mike, great phone call. Here's one of the other problems. And then I want to get to this audio because we've got some good stuff lined up here I want to get to. But I'll just say this. One of my worries as we sit here today about the Eagles – and, guys, I don't want to just write off next season. But I will tell you this. Personally, I find it un- extremely unlikely that they will be a – I'm going to use the term people probably won't even fall out of their cars here – a Super Bowl contender next year with how bad this defense is. Like, we know this about the NFL, and the Eagles have proved it twice. They proved it from 15 to 17, and they proved it from 20 to 22. You always can be within two years of winning the Super Bowl. If you make shrewd moves and have a high batting average with who you acquire – and, 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 and the right coaching and the right quarterback and how you develop players, you can turn it around in 24 months. But it's very hard to turn it around in 12 months. And I will tell you this. They have to completely rebuild the defense. And if you look at how they assembled the 2017 Eagles and how they assembled the 2022 Eagles, it was not done in a year. Like 2017 Eagles had, I'll give you a for instance, um, Brandon Brooks. They didn't sign him in 2017. They signed him, I believe, the prior year. Ryan McLeod was signed, I think, the prior year. Like, it takes time. Carson was acquired the prior year. So this defense, which John and I earlier today established, might have only two or three or four players, depending. I mean, you got to re-sign Fletcher if you even want him. Like, they have very few parts. So in my opinion, to actually get to title contending level, you probably need two offseason of shrewd moves to get back to the point where you're there. And that that is a dose of cold water in people's faces right now, but I think it's the fact of the matter. Their defense freaking stinks, and that has nothing to do 
with whether you hire the right coach and whether you can rehabilitate Jalen Hurts and completely yeah. reinvent the offense. Yeah, the cupboard's really bare. And oh, in, in the past, they're horrible. In the past, some of those free agent moves, you know, the, or, or trades, uh, you know, the, the last minute things, the Shaq Leonard, the Kevin Byards, they actually could play. They could do something, or or they were at least passable. Right. This this year, it felt like to a man, all of those ended up being less than impressive. I mean, Byard was a disaster. A disaster. Just yeah, it it, it was like a non-entity. Yeah. Like like our defense became a bunch of non-entities out there. Just not showing up. That's right. Like not being present on game day, missing tackles. That's right. Being out of place. It was like we were always at the wrong place at the wrong time and with you, every single guy out there. And you guys know one of my theory also is they got top heavy with with high end greatness talent, uh, salary wise, and they just didn't distribute the money around to other parts. I mean, it- how powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.